Hi everyone, this is Allie from Dice Drop Evolution. We are here to warn you that in Astoria's cybernetic medical technology facilities, there is discussion about, but it's not limited to, visual imagery of body horror, child abuse, child harm, mature situations, and acts of violent aggression. Please listen with caution, but also enjoy the show. Thanks everybody. The scene settles and starts back into the dark-looking operation room in which Joy is asleep. Around her is Dr. Hans and the Plague Doctor, and as they are around, sort of silently communicating, there is almost like a lull an energy shift within the room kind of feeling like someone else has joined their little party in these two in these two hallways in which they are um, holding joy so as the scene goes down to show the faces of Dr. Hans and uh, the plague doctor, there's a knock on the door, and in comes Kevin. Would you like to introduce your character? Absolutely. Carl enters into the room, having to actually stoop down a little bit to get beneath the door frame. His large, massive shoulders barely fit through the frame itself. He's very wide-shouldered, and he almost seems to be pushing the boundaries of his clothing, almost like he's too big for them. His back is hunched, and he walks almost with the same kind of gait or lope that a gorilla might. He's got a very pronounced forehead and very large, dry and crackled lips, which he absently absently rubs a tongue across to try to moisten them. And he looks about and sees the other two in the room. We are having a nice conversation about the different types of mac and cheese. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing's changed, man. I, I act like I just heard something really cool because I did. Wait a minute. You can put breadcrumbs on top of mac and cheese. And in response, Dr. Hansi goes... <laughs> Oh, my friend, you've never done that before. I've never had mac and cheese. This is all new to me. I slap him so hard on the back. Well, we need to change that. The mac and cheese is so good. I fix my beak mask. (laughs) (laughs) That has patches of blood on it. Yes. (laughs) Soon to be patches of mac and cheese with breadcrumbs. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So, uh, do you guys take note of your... Yeah, I I see him enter the room out of the corner of my eye. I turn my head a little too fast and accidentally... Do I almost slap Hans with my beak mask or no? Yes. Yes, I slap Hans (laughs) with my beak mask (laughs) as I turn my head. (laughs) 
keep in I, mind it is a metal beak mask okay and then i and then uh, in true dr hans fashion i go oh hey doctor if you wanted to slap me you can on mic and then he sees like carl in the room and he goes oh hello carl hello hans <laughs> i love it that is All not right. the voice i was expecting <laughs> see why they brought me in here. The two of you, I'm sure, have had little luck with this one. I mean, I bet you if we had some sort of better food, she would respond better, but no, we get slop. <laughs> and the occasional pickle. I don't like pickles. <laughs> At that moment, the phone rings. <laughs> <laughs> I answer it. Do not send pickles. <laughs> it's a story. Yeah? <laughs> uh, okay, now I have to get. I into mean, it. my doctor kind of assumed that it was a story, yet, but you know, <laughs> oh, I have to make sure that there are God. no pickles on the way. <laughs> okay, all right, <laughs> a story of voice. Carl there. Yes, but he does not have mac and cheese. Why would I bring him with mac and cheese? Because I specifically asked for mac and cheese. Put Hans on the phone. I hand the phone over and I kind of like whisper, ask for the mac and cheese. (laughs) Acting like she's the younger sibling that will get you anything. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. She likes you better. (laughs) (laughs) Hello! I hate both of you. Um, (laughs) Why do I have a podcast with you, fuck? Um, Do you think we would put it down? Your your problem is is that I actually get into character. (laughs) Yeah, that's my problem. Um, Astoria, you just hear her go, like through the phone. She just sounds so like done already. I brought Carl there to maybe help, I don't know, do something that you two obviously can't. So while he is dealing with Joy, our little, fun little science experiment, you two can go upstairs and deal with the older one and maybe, maybe get some information on how to get that one to fucking power up. Um, so Dr. Hans immediately is going to just roll his eyes to the phone very heavily, almost like you can hear it as loud as it can be, and be like, Well, I mean, you know how it is. It takes time. It's a game that we need to play. It should have already happened by now. You had her for almost 72 hours. Why are you taking so long to get her to just fucking pass up? There's a lot to unpack here, and she's very mistrusting, you know, because of, you know, you. (laughs) I lean over to Carl. Shots fired. (laughs) Have Carl wake up Joy. Have him, as you say, play with her a little bit, and maybe he will get closer than you have. Okay, fine, but I need to adjust his image in her 
hallucinations a little bit. Right now, how he is would not be very interesting to her. I'm sure you can do that. Now, please do what you need to, then go upstairs and handle the other one. I roll my eyes again. But he's not as much fun. It'll be fun for you. I promise. And then... Dr. Hans deliciously licks his lips. <laughs> Gross. Um, <laughs> he is a straight up psychopath. What do you not understand about this? All right. So going from uh, that scene, we are going to be pulled inside River's mind real fast, but it's not going to be what you guys think. Um so being pulled inside River's mind, you see almost like this cloudiness come about. But then there's like this tall, spindly man that kind of has like a top hat on. And he's just like, you're not where you're supposed to be. You're not where you're supposed You need to leave. This isn't safe for you. They're messing with you. They're messing with you. Get out of your own head. I know you can do it. And at that point, she was pulled out of whatever dream that is back into her horror show. Oh my god, it's Winston. I can feel it in my bones. My favorite NPC in the entire universe is coming back. I gave I gave him a real voice because <laughs> it was. But however, I gave him a real voice because James had 11 of them for him and I didn't know which one to choose from. So that's what you got, guys. Um <laughs> like off in the distance you feel a disturbance as Oswald like just shoots awake from whatever sleep he was in All, like both Remy and Oswald wake up from a fever dream and we both say at the exact same time in both completely different rooms Winston <laughs> <laughs> alright so, so um River worried <laughs> <laughs> Shade's like, oh, stop. Um, <laughs> so um, River kind of starts to get out of the fog. Um, you two have been ordered to leave. Do you do so? I'm going to like toss Joy over to the new nurse and say that my shift is over and that I'm like introduce new nurse and then I'll leave. Is that okay? Well, the thing is, um, he's not coming in as a nurse. Well, like, you know what I mean? Like, new person, like, introduce new person, since we're going to be gone. Well, if you want to do it that way. And, like, introduce random NPC to take care of her. Okay. Or whatever. However you want to set this up. Well... Um, he's coming in as Brayden, who yeah, you guys- as a as a patient. Yeah, he's coming in as Brayden. If you guys remember Brayden mm-hmm. from her backstory. Yep. Yeah. So that's what we're doing. Okay. So then I'll introduce random nurse. Yeah, it's going to be the same nurse that uh, was kind of taking over the look of Data, but. He- uh, you made him look like uh, just like a different nurse at this point. And um, he straps uh, Joy down to her wheelchair and starts rolling her out into like the um, into the hallways uh, where 
she sees what would you say your version of Brayden looks like, Kevin? Brayden is very very short, very small. Um he's he's kind of walks even though he's already very small, he walks almost kind of bent in on himself, like he's afraid to stand up straight. Like maybe having actual posture is something that is just too much for him to try to do. Um, he's he's survived this long by trying to be not seen. And so as small as he can make himself is kind of how he functions. If he sits in a chair, he puts his feet up on the chair and um, wraps his arms around his legs. So the nurse doesn't really... The, the nurse is just going by like what you sort of told told him but you don't kind of like specify that river or joy needs to be locked in her chair so he kind of doesn't do that so um while she's out in the actual uh like community area she looks over at um kevin's character brayden and she's immediately drawn to him but before we do that, I do want these two to go upstairs for me. And then you and I will go into our interaction. Okay. Okay, I walk upstairs in the hallucination, not hallucination. Okay, so um, actually, as you walk upstairs, the hallucination sort of melts away from behind you because it's like only contrived in those two rooms. Um and you go to a giant metal door that on the side plate reads Avery Rivera. Ooh. I'd like and, to point out, like, I didn't say it, but I'm I'm with Dr. Hans. Uh, yeah, that's what I was, uh, you two, they, them, together. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, so... On the plaque, it says Avery Rivera, and there is a few documents that are in that little compartment. Okay, I take the documents and I start flipping through them. Okay, can you roll me a d20 and add a 5 for me? Yes. Big chunky dice. Oh, that was a big chunky dice. Uh, <laughs> one, two, three, four, five. Uh, that is a 12 total. I rolled a 7. All right, cool. So what you see on her paperwork is Avery Rivera, uh, friends of... Wow, I forgot River's parents' names. I am an awful DM. Uh, (laughs) Jeanette and someone else. No, it's not. Jeanette's her mom! No, it's not. Yes, Um, it is! Avery Rivera uh, accomplices Harper Hadley, Ezra Hadley. Um, then it goes down into like just like name, age, like where she's from, like what district, and um, under it it says mutation abilities, and then it goes seer-like abilities can see past, future, and present, and like present, future, and can kind of manipulate or distort whenever she feels like it. So that's sort of like what you're looking at here. She can also um, tend to make minds muddled 
And it also says extraordinarily dangerous. Make sure you don't have any close contact with her. And I'm like, fine. I will only use psychic link to take from her. I'm pretty sure I can keep her at the bay. Now, are we doing hallucinations with her too? Nope, you're just trying to talk out of how you get River to power up with her. Okay, so then I look at him and I go, you want good cop or do you want bad cop? I look like I am evil, so probably bad cop. And then Dr. Hans just nods his head and goes, okay, and then kicks the door in and then goes, how the fuck? I'm not entirely sure you understand good cop or bad cop. Oh, in my country, you know, we do good cop, which is super mean, super crazy cop. And this is like 10 seconds after he screams, what the fuck? And then, uh, and then he goes, and then, uh, and bad cop is just doing I the love- exact same thing, but worse. I love that this was supposed to be horror and you guys are just like making it a shit show. So oh, I- naturally, <laughs> you have us in the podcast. <laughs> if you wanted it to be horror-based, you should have hired professionals. Exactly. Why would I hire professionals when I have you fucks? Um- it's okay. okay, no, no, no. This will this will be just for fun. Okay, so then I open up the door. <laughs> and then he like slinks in like all vampire-y Nosferatu-like and he's like hello Liebchen <laughs> she, Avery's asleep so like when you say that she like kind of startles awake and she goes oh god another one of you really and then I kick the table and I'm like I don't think you I like your tone um, when you look at Avery, she's in like a really dirty, almost straight jacket. Like she can't like have any hold. She doesn't have any hold of her limbs or anything. Um, and um, you notice that she has uh, a blindfold over her eyes, almost like her eyes are the reason that you can that she can like see into whatever shit you have going on. So um, she's like, God, why are you here? You guys are just annoying. <laughs> I would like to think my character is big on like theatrics a little bit. Even so, though you said you were the serious one. Yeah, I mean I want, you can be you can be serious. Kyle, and <laughs> Kyle, I'm going to send you the plague doctor squishables. I'm just going to. <laughs> I oh would gosh. love that. Like if you could get that big ass plushie. Yeah. I would love that. <laughs> Have fun flying on the plane with it. We're going to need a second seat. Um. 100%. Um, so, you know, my character is big on theatrics. Like, he is the 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 more serious one, but in yeah, okay. being more serious, he wants to be, like, perceived as, uh, you know, more threatening, in a sense. So, before... Uh, what was the patient's name again? Rivera, something Rivera. Avery. Avery. Yeah. Before Avery is, like has a chance to look past Hans, uh, the lights in the hallway go out. <laughs> he doesn't. She can't see. You're not being threatening at all. She has a oh, blindfold yeah. over, and she has a straight jacket on. She just has a smart mouth. In that case, her. all she hears is like the very slow tapping of my skull cane <laughs> that I have for no reason. You see no reaction. 
<laughs> she does not care. <laughs> I'm like, wait a minute. So, hmm. <laughs> He's just like, hmm. <laughs> Why are you here? I've already been given breakfast, so I know it's not that. No one usually comes in here unless they need something. We were told to come up here. Do you know why? I mean, yes, but I'm not going to tell you. Okay, all right. Mm. Gonna have her roll real fast. <laughs> oh, she crit. Yeah, she looks into your mind without having to look <laughs> into anything. She goes, you have, you have joy. After she, she like, sees that, she, she sees, like, sees she sees all these flashes, and she sees like everything you've been doing to her, and she like knows it's joy because of the purple eyes, because like that's her father's eyes. So she just like you kind of see her freeze up a little bit and goes, "You have joy." I would like to say, in keeping with the theme of making things ridiculous, she sees like a one frame tick of mac and cheese. <laughs> <laughs> she she utterly ignores that. <laughs> <laughs> She is focused in on uh she's focused in on joy. Do so, I feel yeah. that she did this? Like is there any sort of like, you know She says straight up, you have joy. Like you might feel a little bit of a tickle in your brain, but it's nothing like when you possess joy. I didn't have to give you permission to do that. Well, you that don't is get like seriously non consensual. You didn't get permission to possess my goddaughter, so I mean, touche. <laughs> so why do you have joy? Uh, you would have to ask Astoria, but I think Hans will be able to explain better. And she, like, very, she, like, scary almost, turns to Hans like she knows exactly where he is in the room. Oh, I don't like that. I don't like that. How is he scarier <laughs> than me? I don't like this. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, did I say that out loud? I did not. <laughs> you heard nothing. Avery's just like, there's a reason Astoria got to me before I could fully have joy to myself and protect her and love her like she should have been. There's a reason why I had to push her out in the streets. She's scared of me. Don't you get that? I mean, the straight jacket and blindfold were a clue, yes. Oh, cute. You have jokes. Why the it fuck do you have Why do you have joy? Why do you have joy? She has Hans take the take the wheel. Listen. <laughs> if you don't want a pretty little hair on little Joy's head to be harmed, because right now one of my friends, Carl, is spending some time <laughs> with her. And Carl is notoriously known for not being so nice to his friends. So you tell me the fastest way to get little Joy Hadley powered up and we will leave her alone. You see her immediately like slink back in her chair and she goes, oh no, I saw a thousand of possibilities of different powers that she was going to possess. She has healing, doesn't she? And Dr. Hans, like, thinks for a moment of, like, should he lie to her? Should he not lie to her? And he goes, 
well, let's just say Miss Historia has big plans for Miss Joy. So she does have healing because that's the only reason why Historia would keep her alive. You could say that. I'm going I'm going to say that. I'm not <laughs> All right, no, she doesn't go into your mind. Um <laughs> I'm I'm going to say that. I'm, I'm not... his mind is a fortress. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can only crit so many times and that one was a two. So um <laughs> So All she sees is mac and cheese. Oh, yeah. wait, wait. Since she rolled it too, he can feel. Can he, like, since he's like a psychic I mean, vampire? Can it's he? almost like. You almost feel like a block, like something just hit a wall, but yeah, it was, like, in your can, mind. Can I say that he, like, feels her, like, like little fingers, like, trying to get into his little brain? Fingies. So then instead, he, like, takes a deep breath in and then takes something and uses his psychic vampirism to drain her a little bit. Can we say that he does that yeah. to block her? Yeah, you can totally do that. Perfect. And then he just goes, ah, that's quite refreshing, Liebchen. Ooh, you do have a wonderful taste. Gross. Um- <laughs> he is a psychopath! So, um, you see her, like, slump down the chair a little bit, and she goes, oh, I didn't know Astoria was hiring psychopaths mutants now. That's a new touch for her. Hmm. Well, let's just say she's gotten a little how do you say it in this country? Desperate. Yeah, I can see that. Desperation is a wonderful look on her. No, it really is, darling. I love I love seeing some schadenfreunde. It's absolutely delicious. I'm going to applaud you so much right now, Elena, for the <laughs> fact that you not only do French in this fucking podcast, but now you do German. So like well, I, I spoke German for years. I know I'm you trained in German. It's just been a hot minute. It's been like six years since I spoke German. I'm very impressed with you right now. Ten out of ten wouldn't change you for the world. Babe. It's not the it's not the best so anyone who listens from me from from Germany Please do, please, like, tell me how oh. I can do better. <laughs> you get, if we get to Germany, fuck yeah, we oh did it. Oh my god, if we get to Germany, I would cry. It's been my Shout life's dream to go to Germany. Shout out to our friends in Greece. Um, Woo! <laughs> so, uh, as you guys are having that conversation, you realize you're not really getting anywhere because there were a thousand different possibilities that Avery saw to have like d- the differentiations in uh river's powers then uh then it, the scene kind of rolls back into the hallucination room with uh joy and brayden so joy immediately looks over where brayden is you're curled up on the couch right now yeah kevin yeah, he's curled up on the couch with his feet up, and he's actually got a small um, race car toy that he's kind of turning over Cute. in his hands and pretending yeah. to drive it on the arm of the couch and making little putt-putt noises to himself. Okay. So, Joy, like, looks around and realizes that all of the nurses 
are gone, which she's kind of taking as a, I can finally get out of this fucking chair sort of situation. So she like slowly gets herself up. She's a little bit wobbly. She kind of looks like a baby giraffe for a second. And she like settles herself, but she like walks over to you and kind of like bends down. So she's eye level with you, like not on the couch, but like just bending down. And she goes, Hey, his eyes get really wide as he looks up to see her. Joy, you're, you you're here. My, you know my name? Yeah, I know your name. You're my friend. Oh, what? what's your name? I'm Brayden. And he kind of looks down and kind of looks embarrassed for a moment. Color rushes to his cheeks. She's like, she, you see her like looking at you as if she's trying to like... I have Avery Dyson, River Dyson, give me a second. Okay, so she like remembers the name and it almost is like hitting her in the back of the head, but it's not quite getting there. So she's just looking at you like, I didn't mean to forget you, bud. I'm sorry. I just, I, it seems to be, I seem to be having a bad few couple of days lately. That's okay. You, um, you gave me this and he holds up the little car toy. With a smile on his face. She like smiles back at you and she goes, I did. Wow. What a babe. <laughs> <laughs> Look at how wholesome he is. <laughs> yeah, that was the point. Um <laughs> she, she like is like looking at him and kind of has like this cute smile that's forming on her face, just like the settle of almost like warmth and inviting just like coming upon her and like for the first time since she was put into this facility you see like an actual smile come to her face and she's just like so why are you here Brayden? Well I'm here because the people were trying to hurt me Joy but you've always been there for me you've always taken care of me you're strong. You, you're so strong. You can do stuff. Oh, now I'm gonna cry for River. Thank you. Um, <laughs> I'm here for this manipulation, though. This is so good at manip. Like I thought we were good the first time. This is fantastic. We are the Game Night Heroes, and you can be too. We are a group of five friends playing tabletop role-playing games, and we strive to tell story and character-driven narratives that are immersive and exciting. We're currently adventuring in Dungeons & Dragons 5th Edition with Green Ronin Publishing's Freeport campaign setting. Our heroes are exploring a pirate town gone legit, harboring a sinister secret. New episodes come out every Tuesday. You can check us out at GameNightHeroes.com and we are found on all streaming platforms. See our main hub at anchor.fm slash GameNightHeroes. We'll see you out there. <laughs> she's just like looking at you in awe. You can like, she's so happy and she's just like... I was strong, huh? I haven't felt so strong in the past few days. Yeah. And she started like taking your hand and is like wrapping her pinky around yours, kind of like a brother-sister relationship thing. Yeah. He smiles and he says, Yeah, you're so strong. They would 
The people would come and they'd pick on me, but you'd send them running really fast. <laughs> you're, you're so tough, Joy. <laughs> I, I don't, I don't know what I would do without you. Oh, <laughs> she, she's just like, she like stops and like looks at you, and she's just like, of course I'd protect you, bud. You don't seem like you're hurting anybody, so why would anyone want to hurt you? Well, you know how it goes. People people just, they want us to do stuff we don't want to do sometimes. And, you know, that's why I always liked you, Joy, because you know, you know how to do stuff and you know how to be strong and you can stop people from hurting people. And he leans in really. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, she's just like, I don't think I could stop anybody from doing anything. No, you, you can. And he leans in really close to you and he says, you can stop anybody if you want, Joy. You just have to remember what else you know how to do. What do I know how to do? He His eyes dart around the room like he's expecting somebody to come in and stop them from talking. But he looks back to her and he says... You have powers, Joy. You can do stuff. It's really <laughs> cool. Just, and she starts laughing. She goes, I know why you're in here now, buddy. I don't I don't have any I don't I don't have that. Maybe you thought you were seeing things, but I I'm just me. I don't have anything special that I can do. That was all that was all a dream. It's all a dream. Now she says it was all a dream. She starts to kind of like zone out a bit. And if you two are done talking to Avery, you can either come downstairs and join this conversation or you can try and have her stay within the hallucination. Okay, so are you guys coming down? Yeah, let me let me get into... Um, I imagine like once he leaves the room, he's like... <sighs> Now we get to change into what I like to call the preferred ideal appearance. And then he like takes a step into the room and like flips his lab coat and then instantaneously turns into Nurse Denver. And he's just like, ah, (laughs) like he's a fucking diva. (laughs) I just unceremoniously uh, just walk into the room and just give him this like, dead eye look <laughs> as you slowly morph into like this like happier Charlie Day looking nurse Collins yeah. <laughs> <laughs> happier on the outside but on the inside he's still like I really so fucking don't dead. like this <laughs> <laughs> so fucking dead tears, tears of a clown baby <laughs> yep <laughs> So, okay, as you guys come into the room, you know, you like look first in River's Joy's area, notice that she's not in there, and you're just like, oh, the other nurse must have brought her out here where Carl probably is. And then you see her like not in her chair and just sort of like talking one on one to uh, Carl. And it's kind of at this moment where the hallucination of something like bright and happy and what seems okay kind of like it kind of twitches and flashes into what's going on so it goes to the dark room where there's dolls all around that are acting as patients and 
there is this big overloading like hunchbacked man like looking down at a small like not eaten very much kind of emaciated uh river on the couch just as kind of staring up at him smiling um and if like down the hallway you see this like plague doctor that has the uh, cape and robe of him bellowing and blood splotches around him uh, like next to him is the long slinky vampire almost looking doctor and the hallways are just like covered in like this weird goop mud substance it's not a clean space at all and right at that moment it flashes back into the hallucination where she's like back staring at Brayden and you two just came in when they come in, Brayden uh, jumps back like he's really scared all of a sudden. And then he actually leans forward and he grabs a hold of River's hand and he says, Joy, don't let them hurt me, please. And he squeezes her hand. She would notice way harder than he should be able to for being such a little dude. All right. Let me roll for that. Then. So you doing that it kind of like you see her brain just sort of calculate that for a second um it's it's almost quick like you can almost see it in her eyes where she like feels like something's a little bit off here but um at this point she's staying pretty quiet about it um in her brain she still has these very intense looking violet eyes and next to her she does see a mirror that has like that's just reflecting back the kind of hallucination next to her and she looks over and um as she looks over she sees what she thought was her purple eyes are brown they're like no longer purple they're just brown and normal eyes and she also doesn't see a braid in hand. She sees almost like a clamoring, large hunchback of Notre Dame hand, but on this small, little, decrepit dude. So she kind of does a double take, thinking that it's her meds. And she sure shakes it off, and she goes, Are you okay? Don't, don't let them hurt me, Joy. <laughs> Oh look, it's uh, it's that little shrimp Braden again. I wonder if he's still scared of us. I mean, I don't remember doing anything to him. I think he's just a little wimp. You know, it, it's all a part of the hallucinations, Nurse Collins. It's nothing about us. It's all about the hallucinations. Don't take it to heart. And then I pat his little cheek. And then I walk over and I'm like walking over very slowly. And I'm like, hi, Mr. Brayden. And talking in my best like kindergarten voice. <laughs> Brayden shifts himself in back behind Joy. Uh, using her kind of as like a shield almost and he just is he's got his hands on her back and he's just kind of sitting there trying to make himself even smaller behind her little tiny form when you do that i'm doing this for funny sake she looks behind you as you go behind her and her face was don't hide behind me um (laughs) (laughs) fuck you man um (laughs) they put needles in my arm um (laughs) so she goes oh the other Doctor didn't say I had to stay in the wheelchair. I'm sorry if I wasn't supposed to get out. No, you're fine, honey. As long as you're sitting down, that's all that matters. You know, weak legs and everything. Yeah, I. they didn't feel that weak when I 
was walking though. Oh, that's they because don't... you're get you had PT yesterday, sweet pea. No, did I? Yeah, I you did. That. You remember we were both there. We were helping you stand up, and it was just you were making great progress. I it was. I don't. That doesn't seem right to me. No, no. The short term, the short term memory. We gotta mention that to the doctor. We gotta make sure that he knows that there's short term memory stuff going on. Maybe it's something with the meds. Maybe it's something with the meds. But her short term memory has been awfully crazy lately. I pull out a pad seemingly out of nowhere and I just start writing that down. No, then you see her almost freeze where she goes, No. I know for certain that didn't happen yesterday. What gives you that idea? They're liars, Joy. Yeah, I'm starting to understand that. Now let's do one more dice while I'm at it. Okay. So just as she says, yeah, I think I'm starting to get that, the hallucination you see starts sapping starts like almost like shivering like things start almost vibrating around her to the point where they like just break but you're not aware that they're broken yet like all you three you think she you think she's still in her perception yeah you are not aware she and she tries to not make it so she knows what's going on but the hallucination vibrates and then breaks to which she sees this dark, dreary, windowless two two building room, and she sees like stairs, stairwells, but she also sees like how gross the floor is and how the couch she was shit that she was sitting on has like holes and like mats and weird stains all over it, and. Instead of feeling like this small little boy behind her, she almost feels like this large looming figure behind her. And she's afraid to turn around, but she is doing her best. Let's see if she shows it. She does not show it. She is, she's like staying pretty composed, seeing as she's seeing this situation. She goes, no, I don't think that happened yesterday. From behind her, she's going to hear, what's wrong, Joy? <laughs> you, and at that, at that, <laughs> at that, she, like, at that, she immediately, like, you see, like, her flinch and have, like, a little bit of a shiver, and she slowly turns around to see you, and she goes, oh, fuck, and I need everybody to roll me a d20. Oh, it's on now. Ooh, uh, I do we add our plus five? Yes. Uh, I once again got a 12. I got a seven plus five. Hey, that's what I got. Do we do a oh. roll off? To see no. which one of us no, is going to go first? Not, nope, it's not an initiative roll. Oh. I got a 12 plus five, so 17. Oh, none of you do it. So she immediately goes like, oh, this is great. And she kind of flings herself to go underneath Hans's legs because like he's kind of had them like split a little bit. And you see her go like, okay, all right. Okay. What the fuck is going on? This isn't right. This isn't okay. 
And she's so, basically just looking back at three monsters that are basically covered in blood. <laughs> <laughs> um, unless uh, Kevin wants to do something, I have something. I was thinking about grabbing her. I don't know if that's premature, though. I don't want to just... Are, are we, I was going to do my good old sensory deprivation. So Yeah, okay. I was going to do... Um... I was going to calm her emotions. I was okay, gonna going to essentially make her feel if you guys do, If you guys do two of that, then I'm going to roll two different dice to see. Okay, so she... She got like a 22 on one and then like a 20 on the other guys. So... Oh, go Mark. <laughs> yeah, so, so she looks at you and kind of like in a way dodges it and goes... They're gonna find me. Are you guys wanna, fucking stupid? Is this worth it? I want to say visually for the sensory deprivation, like last time, it was the you know red eyes from behind the mask. Yeah. Like yeah. you see, like what River would see is the 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 red eyes start to like glow an intense, like just blood red glow. But then and when yours and when yours glow red, hers match yours and immediately start gl- glowing purple. Yeah. So she would see in this case like like you know how when a light bulb starts to like like burn out it, it flickers a little bit and then goes out that's that's this that's essentially what happens to uh the plague doctor's eyes and hers hers doesn't die though hers are like if anything brighter than they were before and you see her like it like a little like more angry she's not even like you notice that she's not even that scared of this situation it it seems like she's almost kind of overcome this fear of like this sort of bullshit that's happening and is starting to overcome the fact that she knows where she came from so she's like she's getting pissed she's she is no longer joy she is river and she is here to play (laughs) i i look at hans and i say it looks like, from what I gathered from the last time she was here, she's a lot stronger. I need you two, I need um, Hans and Plaggy to give me a d20 real fast. Oh, good old Plaggy. Do I need to roll a d20? Yep, Hans and Plaggy. Uh, I'm going to roll a tiny five? d20. What do you say? Plus five? Oh. Plus five, yeah, everything's plus five, guys. Got it. 16. That is a 10 plus 5, 15. Yep, mine was a 16. I'm not rolling too hot today as Dr. Hans. That's good. I need that. Um, (laughs) (laughs) So, um, River, like, almost instinctually grabs both of, um, like, she stretches her arms because she knows the feeling. She's back to River. She is not Joy. She knows the feeling and stretches her arms and puts them around both of your necks and immediately activates seizure. Oh, good. Oh. But, so- but don't worry. I You guys are just kind of incapacitated. You guys are not dead. All you hear is me mumbling. Mac and cheese. <laughs> <laughs> so with that, can can Carl jump up and do something then? Yep. All right. So Carl like explodes, not literally, obviously, but he explodes up off of the couch and he kind of pushes the distance between the couch and where River's standing, trying to grab these two. And he comes in and he says, kind of as he passes Hans, you're useless. 
and he tries to grab at River and try to grapple her to rip right. her off of these two. Yep, give me a d20 and add five. Okay. Ooh, that's a nice start. Uh, 24, 19 plus five. Yeah, you nice. did it. So you effectively grappled River, and uh, she's almost like shaking at this but you have to remember she can't be put back in the hallucination because these two are down now like they they can't move they're seizing on the floor they are not dead but they are not doing well okay so what i want to do then is i want to drag her over to to the couch and like throw her down on the couch and try to like get on top of her and try to hold her down and kind of force like force the uh the moment really kind of try to get really intimidating really scary and start like yelling at her and stuff okay so she rolled an 18 on that intimidation roll so she did not quite get it but um she was at nine, the night it was a 19 dc so it's not really that like it was close bad. yeah it was close um so she's like sh- like when you hold her down it immediately brings her almost back to like the whole situation with zeke and she like shakes a little bit because it's not that you're scary and threatening it's the fact that you're kind of controlling what she does so um you see her go a little bit green when you like hold her down but it's kind of like something that she's kind of honing into herself you see her close her eyes and just sort of like try to bring herself back um she kind of uh she tries to like maneuver herself off of you but you are very strong uh so she she can't she's like struggling a little bit going motherfucker get me the fuck out get me the fuck out they're going to kill you how are you going to feel when they kill you huh huh they're looking for me you think they're not fucking looking for me fucking try me he says if you want out of this get yourself out of this he leans down really close so much that she can smell his kind of rotting breath and he says show me how bright those eyes can shine jeez Jeez. you know this is some good rp when you get some fucking chills exactly (laughs) so at that point you do see her eyes glow they start radiating a little bit but like they aren't as bright as you're expecting them to be and they almost weirdly they have more of a magenta hue to them more than the plain purple that you're so expecting to see i do need you to roll me another d20 and add a five to it okay oh uh 12 7 plus 5 <laughs> all right so twelves. yeah <laughs> so she immediately it's almost it it feels it it feels weird like it's not exactly you you don't feel right in your body almost immediately and like something feels a little bit wrong your breath almost gets cut off and you feel like you can't breathe and as that happens, you start getting this huge amount of pain in your head, almost like she's trying to pick through your mind. And at that moment, it was almost like someone just destroyed your brain. Ooh. You were, you basically got your brain in your head kind of just sort of fried itself. 
along with that, it was kind of twisting with almost a seizure. Me- reason why your bre- your breath was kind of lost was because it was kind of losing the connection of air to your brain, and then she basically fried it. And uh, as you kind of fall to the ground, you kind of fall to the side, and River sort of gets up shakingly. I need Elena... Mm-hmm. Or Kyle to give me a D twenty plus five, please. That is a eleven plus five sixteen. Why do we keep rolling the same? <laughs> I don't know. What <laughs> eleven, man? I'm man. Okay, well, it doesn't matter. The, the, you guys you guys got up. You guys were able to actually, like, get up from the seizure. That It only incapacitated you for about five minutes at most. And you get up to basically see this giant dead behemoth on the floor and an alive river staring back at you as her magenta-hued violet eyes kind of turn back into her normal purple and she looks down at the big dead guy and looks at you and goes I don't know how I did that but I would love to do it to you and (laughs) you immediately see the plague doctor just disappear in a puff of smoke she goes I don't like that I'm not a fan I don't like that she hears a very disembodied and kind of like echoey voice like you're not going to like anything that happens next and then the smoke starts to like just shoot towards her as fast as possible. Okay, well that successfully you successfully possess her because she wasn't expecting that. She just expelled a lot of energy trying to kill Carl. So that was very easy for you to get into her head. So yeah. are you going to put her back into hallucination? Like that was I, all just a sucker punch I'm dream. Yeah, I kind of I kind of lock her down, make it so that she can't like, you know, move anywhere. And then I I guess I use like her hand to give a signal to Hans to do whatever he needs to do. So she's feeling pretty angry, is she not? Who, River? Mm hmm. Yeah, River's River's not okay, but she's also now possessed. So she's not always in her right, right mind when she's angry. Okay, so if she's possessed, what I'm going to try to do is I'm going to try to psychic vampire her to the point to where she passes out. Like, Keep in well, mind least... that with the possession, mental attacks affect me, so... Okay, so then... I'm just trying to keep her locked down, so... Do physical attacks No, physical you? attacks affect her, not so me. So then I'm going to take out a syringe filled with, like, our, like, you know, like, the shit that passes Knocks out people out. and just shoot her up with it. Right in the neck. Okay. Well, the moment you bring out the needle, she immediately starts shaking because, like, fuck needles. And uh, she so- hears a very sinister laugh <laughs> in her head. Hmm. Cute. Um, <laughs> and uh, at that, she does go down. Is what would you two like to do now? Because River is down, and now you have a dead Carl. Sorry, Carl. Love you. <laughs> hey, that's how it goes. <laughs> what a way to go out. <laughs> I mean, if you're going to be killed, be killed by a main character. That's it. <laughs> I don't know. I suppose we just take her back to her room and like lock her down. And you see the smoke kind of like come out of her and reform as the plague doctor. Okay. 
Now, do you guys want to make any calls to Astoria about what happened? What are you guys exactly doing? I would say if we make a call, if we make a call, we don't tell Astoria that it was River that killed Carl. Okay. Well, are you guys tell her that? Are you you guys going to make the call? Because we're going to role play that shit out. So, um, okay, are you guys so are you guys calling Astoria? Yeah, I think we're gonna take like a couple minutes to like get our story straight as to why Carl is dead, but Yeah. I wanna, I, I wanna hear is, this. Go, what is it. our story before we make the call? What is our story? Okay, um I think like what we should do <laughs> as I as I drink my cold brew into this conversation. <laughs> I would say, like, for me, like, he did something that, like, you know, went against what we normally do, and then I just kind of, like, lost it and killed him. Oh, I was gonna straight up be like, oh, he brought up the fact that he slept with my husband. (laughs) (laughs) I killed him. I I like that better. (laughs) I like that better. Hans is gay, LGBTQ. This is coming out in August. Hitting on the plague doctor. How did you not get this? I was not paying attention, obviously. He's telling him to slap his bird beak on his ass. (laughs) And then Carl came in. Oh, that escalated quickly. Yeah. <laughs> That's how this works. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, we get our story straight, and then I, I let Hans make the call because I am not confident that the plague doctor would say the right thing. <laughs> yeah, so Astoria's phone starts ringing, and she answers it, and she goes, What? If you're not calling me about you not having... Joy's DNA. I don't want to fucking hear from you. What? Well, if that's the case, we have no... <laughs> we have no new updates. Where's Carl? Ah, well, that is exactly what we were going to call you about. You see, um, so... You know that little Tiffany and Carl had a few years ago about sleeping with my husband? I don't know anything. I don't pay attention to you. And oh, this is why oh. you make a horrible boss. No wonder people don't invite you to the Christmas parties. I oh. make the Christmas parties, you stupid motherfucker. Oh, well, then you're not going to the right parties, my dear. No wonder no one shows up to yours. I, like, I like kind of shove my face into the receiver. Like, we have a third party. <laughs> and do not kill you. Yes, I bet. Yes, I bet you stupid fucking gross mutants that are good for nothing, obviously, are wonderful at parties. Now, where the fuck is Carl? He's supposed to be there with you. Um, well, you see. I just kind of. So, I just kind of so, slink away. I'm great at parties. <laughs> so, what happened was, is that uh, while he was messing around with the patient with little XJ9 over there, he, um, well, said something, and it just reminded me of the fact that he uh, decided to sleep with my husband. And so, <laughs> what I did was, is uh, pretended into the hallucination that he was a patient who was attacking me, and you know what? I just... 
killed Carl. Yes, I killed Carl. You killed Carl. I told you he was an asshole and I didn't want to work with him. <laughs> we're, we're evil doctors. What do you expect? <laughs> I told you this and you went against my wishes. Now, if you want it done right, so, leave it so, to us. So I'm going to need to bring in a cleaning crew. Mm, I mean, no. I can take care of. I have, I've, we've actually had a very perfect plan to use Carl, you know, so that we can keep Brandon around, you know. Uh, uh, I've set him up like one of your little dolls here, and it's been working fabulously. And then I pull a little string, and then Carl's dead body like makes a waving motion, and I go. It's like, oh, it's like this wonderful movie, Weekend at Bernie's. <laughs> I was about to say, we're going to weekend at Bernie's Carl's dead body. It's wonderful! It works! Okay. Well, obviously, you guys, you guys are going to need something so at least he doesn't smell. I'm sending in Lucian. Lucian. So, not Lucian. This time, I'm assuming, I'm assuming this is like on speaker, so the uh, plague doctor can hear. Yeah. Yeah. So this time the plague doctor like audibly sneers. Like he just gives this big scoff like Lucian. <laughs> now are we talking about Lucian with a J or Lucian with a K? Why the fuck would you spell Lucian with a J? <laughs> no, I'm talking or about a K for that matter. I'm talking about Lucian as in last names, darling. Make that oh, clear. Sh- <laughs> Okay, listen, one of them has a great big badunk dunk and the other one's just ugly. I'm not going to dignify that. She has hung up the phone. <laughs> <laughs> the phone has stopped. It's not there anymore. The phone is not a thing. So, before we... <laughs> I love you guys. Before we end this, um, the scene does go back upstairs to where Avery is. And she's like still in her straight jacket with her um, eye mask on. And she's like smiling a little bit. And she goes, <laughs> Oh, Joy. <laughs> You're going to learn so much from me. Hello, my name is Kevin. I am the host of the Game Master of the Game Night Heroes podcast. You can find us at GameNightHeroes.com and on social media at GameNightHeroes. We've uh, got a really cool D&D game, but we play different games too. But today, honestly, I'm just super stoked to be playing with these cool kids here on Dice Drop Evolution. You guys rock. Well, thank you guys for having me on, and uh, I, uh, I'm really glad to be here. I think this is a really cool opportunity that you guys are giving me, and I'm really happy to just help shape your story. So, uh, yeah, let's do this right. All right, everybody, that's going to be the end of our episode. We do hope that you enjoyed Kevin from Game Night Heroes podcast. Make sure you're not only following our socials, our main one being Twitter, where you can follow us at dice underscore drop, but make sure you're following Game Night Heroes podcast at at Game Night Heroes, night being like, you know, night in shining armor, not like nighttime. Make sure you get on that. They are an amazing podcast, and we hope to have Kevin on more often.
Now for our next episode, we will be seeing you guys again on August 20th. Have a good day, lovelies. <laughs> okay, but like, was it good mac and cheese? Right, yes, that's, because that's it was gluten free. It was gluten free, not gonna hurt me. So, like, <laughs> the dairy's gonna hurt me, but like, not the gluten. <laughs> <laughs> you were ready. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so <clears throat> gotta get to my narrator voice that Kevin hasn't heard yet. So now I'm scared. Um, <laughs> Oh, he's just right. scared. I, I can guarantee I'm the most nervous person here right now, Allie. You're good. In oh, a no. world. In a world. Um, <laughs> In a world. Hello, we've been forgot. trying to contact you about your car's extended warranty. 